Hey friends, it's Ashley here from the Unplanned Mom School podcast. Oh my gosh, I'm so happy that you have press play and that you are here because Alicia is my guest this week. And she is just, she's an incredible, incredible human being for many, many reasons. And so we're going to just kind of dive into her incredible story. I mean, first and foremost, she's a mama, just like us. She, however, had a baby when she was 15 and she met her son when he was 21. And she openly shares about this journey, this experience that she had at a young age and the process that she went through when she knew that she was going to give her son up for adoption despite her parents wanting her to keep the baby. It's, it's really, it's just, it's, it goes to show the power of us knowing and having that deep sense and relationship with God, because at the end of the day, I mean, despite no matter what anybody else is telling us what to do, we have to ultimately listen to, to God and do what is best for us. She and her husband were married 11 years. They got divorced. They are now remarried and just, she's living her absolute best life. She's a life coach. She had a book that came out this week. So if you are just kind of struggling and wondering maybe what, what the heck you should be doing with your life or things are not going quite so well, this is one episode you really want to tune into just to really hear how she has just worked on her mindset, did some deep work on herself and really found that, you know, lowering expectations and not having expectations for other people and really just taking care of herself has been the biggest gift and blessing, not only for her, her marriage and her children. I mean, the list goes on. So I cannot wait for you to dive in, tune into this and just listen and really get to know Alicia. And, you know, all of the links are going to be in the show notes. As I said, she's got a book that just came out definitely follow her on Instagram. I know we're going to talk all about this because she is just, it's just amazing. I don't want to spill all the beans. So stay tuned. We're diving in. Do you want to live a beautiful life that reflects the truth of who you are? Be bold and courageous as you step into your heartfelt desires. How does trusting yourself fully and connecting with your soul's purpose sound? The Unplanned Mom podcast is a potent mix of real life stories, practical spiritual teachings, and a community to help guide you for eternity. This is the place for inspiration with down-to-earth tools to help you pivot and continue to live your best life beyond your wildest dreams. Here we honor your deepest authentic truth, embrace motherhood, talk all things money, mindset, and most importantly, miracles. So are you ready to say yes to all of this? If so, then let's dive in. I'm your host, Ashley Bush, and I have been praying for you and I cannot wait to get to know you better. Let's go. All right. Hello, Alicia. I am so, so glad to just welcome you here to the Unplanned Mom School podcast. How are you today? I'm doing great, Ashley. Yeah. <laughs> we made it <laughs> we made it i know we had a little bit of uh, some tech issues to get on this call but we are here and we made it and it's so good to just see you again and i've got so many questions i can't wait to just dive into this interview with you i'm very very excited me too yeah so all right we're my my first initial question tell me tell us where you're at we always always want to know where you're at I am in Las Vegas, Nevada, uh, but I am originally from Argentina. So I came here when I was 11, actually okay. to Utah. I grew up in Utah, been here in Vegas for four years. Okay. So, okay. Yeah. You like 
Yeah. Yes. I know. I love it that you're Latina. So yeah. <laughs> Ooh, I like how you said it. Latina. Oh, good. I feel, I feel like my younger self is like coming out. Like I love Jane the Virgin. I don't know all these little things, but <laughs> yes, but I, I, I feel a little intimidated by saying it, Latina. Oh, but... <laughs> no, you said it just perfectly. Okay, wonderful. Well, I'm so, so glad you are here. You're in Vegas. I've never been to Vegas, but um, really? when I go, I'm going to have to come see you. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, <laughs> we have to. Like, even if it's just at the airport, I'll meet you there. Definitely. Okay. Like... <laughs> okay. We're going to, we're going to do it. It's on the bucket list. I want to go and see somebody, see some cool show there. I'm not a big, in, <gasps> not big into gambling, but. Yeah, no, me either. Okay. I refuse to give a penny to the casinos. <laughs> <laughs> I you work go to... too hard for those pennies. <laughs> yes, exactly. Exactly. Uh, all right. Well, I, we're going to dive. We're going to dive. We're going to go there. We're going to dive in. So I know you have got quite the story about motherhood. So I'm going to let oh, you pick yes. where you want to start because, you know, here we just really want to just share stories because we all have different backgrounds. You know, everybody kind of stumbles into motherhood in their own beautiful way. And so I want you to share your story about how you became a mother. Oh, okay. It, mine is a very interesting story. And I know you, you know, <laughs> A little bit of my background, but for those of you that are listening and don't know my background, um, I was 15 when I became pregnant. And the funny thing is that before that, a few months before that, I would hear from like the commercials in the radio back then when we had to be forced to be listening to the radio and the commercials. Um, I would hear these commercials about adoption it's a it's about love and i was like oh wouldn't that be so cool if i could have a baby and just give it to someone that can't have kids i thought it was the coolest thing and i was like i would love to do that here i was 14 okay like i don't know why that came to my mind but every time i would hear that commercial it would resonate with me fast forward a few months I found that I was pregnant. Um, I didn't even know, to be honest, I didn't even know like what was happening. And uh, when I found out, I automatically knew this baby is going to go for adoption. Like I have no, no second guessing, no question about what I need to do because I knew I am a child. I I can't raise another child. There's no way. And I always wanted to be a better mom than my mom. <laughs> I had a very difficult childhood and my mom um, pretty much after the fifth kid was done raising kids and I'm the seven of eight. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so I raised myself and I raised my little brother. So for me, motherhood was very important. And I didn't want to give this baby a life that was less than what I had. Mm -hmm. So I knew he was going to be placed for adoption. And I went through the adoption journey um which was picking a, a family and it was it, it was hard because my parents did not approve of it they would tell me oh i prayed and i feel like you should keep this baby and i was like wait what <laughs> but i prayed and i feel like i should keep i should give the baby up for adoption like this is the what i feel is the right thing anyway it was like that through the whole pregnancy and 
when I was, I, I was in the hospital, I gave birth um, to my son, two months, two, two days later, I was at a hotel room because I wanted to have some time to be with my son and, you know, before giving him up for adoption. And I remember my mom calling me and saying, if you want, we'll go to the courthouse and sign your paper so you can marry this guy because I was underage. And here I was holding my baby and having my parents tell me, you can go marry this guy. I was like, wait, so it was, it was a, a big struggle for me. I had so many doubts because of the hormones and everything, but at the, at the office, when I went to sign the papers, I just remember feeling so overwhelmed. And I was like, I can't sign these papers mm-hmm. feeling this way. And I remember I gave uh, my son to my sister and told her, hold him. I need to go pray. And I prayed and I was, after struggling, I was overwhelmed with this peace uh, in my heart that this was the right thing to do. So I went ahead. I finished signing the paperwork. I walked into the next room and I handed the baby to this family that I had picked. And it was amazing now to see the contrast 21 years later of beauty and the beauty of of pain and happiness of of this really heartbreaking uh, moment contrasted with this beautiful opportunity for a couple to become to go from being a couple to becoming a family mm-hmm. it was it's amazing to see that contrast how one choice can bring happiness to one person and sorrow to the other but i grew so much <laughs> i've i learned recently after i was certified as a life coach how that decision was what was a turning point for me it was what really determined the rest of my life and what uh, kind of got me into this path. So now I can relate to women. Now I can know, hey, I've been through a lot and I can help you. I am on the other side. You can do it. I did it. You can too. Um, but that was what started motherhood for me. A few years later, I found myself pregnant again and I kept my son and I got married to um, the dad and I swore I was going to be the best mom in the world. I was like, if I'm keeping this baby, I am going to do everything and anything possible. So I started reading books. I started going to therapy. I started like really motherhood became my all. Every decision I took was based on, is this going to help me be a better mom or not? Everything. It was just, how can I be a better mom? How can I avoid the mistakes my mom made? How can I not make those mistakes? How can I be a better version uh, of myself for this little human being? So that's kind of how it's been for me. Um, My gosh, it's just, and raising a boy was, I loved it. It was beautiful. And then my daughter came along and I was like, oh my gosh, this is hard. (laughs) 
because they're like your mini me, right? Yeah. And I, I again, my all my insecurities, all my triggers from my childhood came up and I had to dig deeper and I had to resolve some issues that I had not, I thought I had resolved, but when you have a daughter, it is completely different than having a boy. Mm -hmm. So coaching has helped me uh, immensely. Um, and it's funny because this past weekend, my daughter, after I got divorced, um, my daughter started um, with severe anxiety. Uh, she had to go to therapy for it. And I couldn't even go to the bathroom without her being right next to me for the three years that we were divorced. Because if you think about it, she was four and, you know, kids, your mom and dad are their world. So for her, her world had collapsed and anywhere I went, she would cry. I, I could not leave her um, without her crying and just uh, she would make herself sick and throw up. And it was just super hard for her. And just recently, I noticed that her anxiety has gotten less obviously after i i got i remarried her anxiety went down but just this last year she started junior high so you would think she would be more anxious and and stressed but it has been so much easier for her and i asked her hey like what has changed mm -hmm. and she told me when you started life coaching everything changed for me and i was like Oh, okay, explain. And she's like, well, because you taught me that everything is in my thoughts and everything is in my head and that I have control over things if I just control my thoughts. So I know that if I worry, it's all in my head. And I was like, oh my gosh, like that just warmed my heart and it made me just appreciate every everything I've been through. Um, since I started my certification and I started my coaching business and it's just reinforced how important it is to work on yourself as a mother because the impact you have on the lives of these little kids goes on for generations. It is not just you that you're working on. It is generations that you're healing both past and future. This this work on yourself, it is so powerful and so important. So it just hearing her say that, I was like, okay, I can do this. This is this is good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is beautiful. So oh my gosh. Okay. So okay. So many more Sorry. questions. No, I love it. I love it. We got a, we got a pr good idea. I mean, no, you've got an um, incredible story. I mean, first of all, just going back to the decision that you made when you were 15, how much courage that took and how that really did set you up for your, you know, the path of your life. I mean, it's really just unreal. And I love that you talked about how you left the room, you know, you're having this special moment with your son and you leave the room and you go and you sit and you pray. And despite having your family and your parents in particular, because our parents, you know, they love us and they absolutely want, want, want what is best for us, but we ultimately know what is best for us. So, I mean, yes. like you stepped away, you prayed, you listened to what God was telling you and you did what was right 
for you. I think that's, I mean, just, I mean, I I'm just in shock and awe of your courage at that age, because I don't think, I don't know how brave I would have been. I don't know if I would have had the courage that you did. I would like to think that I would, but I probably wouldn't have. So I'm sure you would, but most people know. say that until they're faced with it and yeah. you, you surprise yourself. Really? Yeah. I, I, I know I had angels carrying me through it really. Yeah. Like I wouldn't have been able to do it otherwise. It's just because of the immense pressure and uh, opposition I had. Mm-hmm. And it was because I needed I needed to overcome that. Yeah. Um, so I could be a better mom and I can be a better coach today and help mm-hmm. hundreds of women. So right, right. Yeah. <laughs> Which is awesome. So okay, so you had him. And for anybody that wants to learn more about your story, your all the links are gonna be in the show notes, but go and look at Alicia's story on her Instagram. She's got this all documented. You'll yes. need tissues. You can watch when she, you, you meet your son, but I mean, it's really just, I, I, it's incredible. So yeah. took a lot of courage. So you've always had like this ability to just trust God, which yes. for some people, some women, you know, if it's, they're maybe not having faith, it's more their intuition or God. Mm-hmm. How, yeah. how did that, like, how did that form for you? So you had your son, did you, you finish school? You kind of like walk us through like how that how did that change you or what were some other big moments in your life? Oh my gosh. So yes, it completely changed me because I had to grow up. Mm. I was no longer, I, I may have been 16, but really I was way older. I had matured uh, emotionally and I, I was pretty much, I didn't have any friends, but I didn't care because the, the people in my high school were not, they had, we had nothing in common. So I really didn't want to be friends because I was in a different state of mind. My goal was graduate, catch up with everybody and graduate with your class, which is what I did. So I did two years in one, like I did my junior and senior year all in one. Um, and that's, I busted my butt to finish because I wanted to, and I was the first one in my family to walk through the, the ceremony and receive a diploma in this country. So that was a big accomplishment, uh, for me. And I was very proud of myself for getting there. And I just wanted to have a better life. I just wanted to use that opportunity to push me to be better to and I always had that in me. I always wanted to do do good. I always if I made a mistake, I I always wanted to make the most out of it. Mm-hmm. Um so that's kind of how my whole life has been. Every struggle uh, even through my marriage, I was married for 11 years and I wanted to just make the most out of it. I didn't marry him because I loved him. I married him because I was pregnant again and I wanted to make the best out of it. And after 11 years, we didn't, we were like, I, I am I am way different uh, than you. I am the spiritual person. You're not. We just can't come together. It was just impossible or so I thought (laughs) because after three years we decided to give it another try and it felt right the kids really could not move on from having two different households and just they were struggling so we decided to give it another try and we did for three years Mm 
and we found ourselves back in therapy. I was doing uh, my own therapy and then we were together doing counseling and we're like, this is not working. I want more. I want to be close to God. He's not religious. Uh, so that was always a big thing in our, in our family, in, in our marriage. And marriage counseling pretty much tells you, okay, like, let's share what, how you feel. Let's talk about your feelings. And then let's help you do this so I can be happy and I'll do this deal, right? Okay, let's work. Let's 50-50 or 100-100. Let's meet each other here, like in the middle. And that wasn't working for us. So until I found life coaching and I learned that through life coaching that I can be happy on my own. I don't need my husband to do certain things. I, he doesn't need to be as spiritual as me. He doesn't need to go at my pace. He doesn't need to do the things that I expect him to do. I can be happy. I can feel loved without him doing anything because my feelings are generated within me. And I was like, wait a minute, how come nobody's told me this? Are you kidding me? We walk around expecting people to make us feel a certain way. And nobody has told me that I can generate my own feelings without having to control people to make me feel a certain way. So I put it into practice because that's who I am. I'm like, you tell me something and I got to either practice it or prove you wrong. <laughs> and so I was like, I started doing it and it worked. It created this space in our marriage for him to be himself without having to, to pretend to be someone he wasn't. Mm -hmm. And I was making myself happy by following what I wanted to do. And we just created this beautiful relationship where you are you, I am me, and we're coming together and making ourselves, making each other happy, making each other be better without changing each other. Because that's what most people do. They get married and they try to change the other person to meet their mold. <laughs> and I, it, it was beautiful because two months later we were getting remarried and I was finally choosing him. And I was in love with this person that I was able to see that was in front of me because this was the real him. Mm -hmm. For 17 years, I was trying to make him into this other person. And no matter how hard he tried, he could never meet those expectations or that ideal. Mm -hmm. But now because I dropped those expectations and I was able to see him for who he was, I was like, this man is amazing. And he is like everything I need. He is still the same guy. He has <laughs> not changed. Mm -hmm. He's still the same guy. He's completely opposite from me, but he fits me perfectly he's like the missing piece i i i needed so it's beautiful all because of like this concept taught by by life coaching it's just amazing um but through everything i i always stood strong with my faith in god because that's my foundation mm -hmm. for me that's really what always i go back to that Always. Yeah. yeah, that's, that's beautiful. Okay. So just to recap, so married 11 years, yes, get divorced, but you guys, the kids are struggling with the two households. You start to date 
And then, so you're going on this path and learning about life coaching and you're work, you're doing all the work on yourself. You're, you're mm-hmm. learning, figuring all this out. So is he doing the same thing? Kind of no. learning on himself. He's just kind of doing no. his own thing, but you're, he's it's doing your the, mindset. the single it's, guy thing, right? Okay. Like, just, okay. you know, you, guys get divorced and what do they do? They go to the gym and <laughs> they work on their, on their, on themselves. And they just, that's all. The, and that's what yeah. he was doing. <laughs> okay. Okay. So you're, you make all the changes you guys. I love it though. So yeah, you just, you worked on you, you t- changed your thinking and yeah, you find out lo and behold, he's everything you need a man and you got him. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. It, it goes to show you, it, you do not need to change your husband. You just need to change your thoughts about your husband. That's why my book is how I saved my marriage in two months. Yeah. The problem is not him, is you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Very, very, Because very it true. is. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. I would. Yeah, I would agree. Yeah. I think a lot of people can relate to this that are listening. So you kind of just, it was a perfect segue just to like, talk about like your work now, you know, I know. So, I mean, I love it because everything that you've gone through has definitely played a role in what you do now day to day. So you're working, your expertise is coaching, life coaching, working on people with relationships. So walk us through what that looks like. So you're working one-on-one with women. Yes. Yeah. So I, I have, I, I love helping women with their relationships. So Mm -hmm. I'm a relationship expert and I help women heal and reconnect with themselves so they can break free from those unhealthy cycles that are keeping them in the suffering. And once they're able to do that, they can have the relationships they want. They can have the marriage they want. They can achieve the goals that they've been wanting to achieve for years, but then they keep getting stuck in the cycle and they can't, they don't know how to get out of, they hate it, but they don't know how to get out of. So I help women heal and reconnect with themselves so they can have that relationship with themselves because you cannot receive or expect anything from anyone unless you're willing to give it for yourself. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's, major i thought oh i i'm i've done all the work on myself like i got this like i've been going to therapy since i was 15 i i, I don't need any more work <laughs> he's right. the problem not me <laughs> um so i when i realized that wait a minute i i never looked inward i never really focus on what I wanted, what my core values are, and speaking out and saying what I want, what my boundaries are. I never talked about that. So that those are all the things I help women with. Their boundaries. What do you want? Who are you? What are your core values? I was 37 and nobody had asked me, what are your core values? Now, I live by my core values because that's what gave me purpose. Other than being a mom and a wife, my core values is what determines my day-to-day actions and what keeps me on a path. 
it's like your GPS, your core values become that once you know your core values, you can say, is this aligned with who I am with this five core values? No, then I know that it's if I go that way, it's not being true to myself. Mm -hmm. So that's something that I am very passionate about um, teaching women to reconnect, find out who they are, other than being a mom and a <laughs> wife. Yes, because that's all I thought I was. Mm -hmm. uh, I was never raised to be anything than a mom and a wife that I never, my mom never asked me, what do you want to do when you grow up? Never. Mm -hmm. It was, oh, when you have kids and you get married, you need to do this for your husband and your kids that, so I never had any aspirations. So for me to be here talking to you on a podcast and sharing what I do, writing books and doing my own live events, all those, that's amazing for me to have a dream other than being a mom and a wife, it goes to show you. And this was less than two years ago, guys, yeah. that I was this person, <laughs> okay? Uh, it doesn't take that long to uh, change habits and change your identity. And really, it's not changing your identity, it's learning who you really are. Uh, but you've forgotten because you're so busy being a mom and a wife, you've forgotten who you are. So I love helping women find their true identity. It's beautiful. It's a gift for me yeah. to, to see how they learn to love and trust themselves. Beautiful, because then that that pours over into all their relationships mm -hmm. and their relationships transform. And I've had clients that struggled with their mother for years. They hate this person really like they because of things that have happened in their past. And after going through my program, they're able to take vacations with it. like she's like, I would never have been able to tolerate my mom for three days without being on your program because their relationship changes that much. Mm -hmm. um, I've had women that were in toxic relationships for 30 years. And after taking my program, they're able to let go, let go of those patterns and start really choosing what they want in a relationship mm -hmm. and it all starts with a relationship they have with themselves um and i think that ties back to god because we are eternal beings and yeah. we are his daughters so i love to always bring god into my coaching uh, because i think it's it, it reinforces mm -hmm. uh, the coaching it really does so I do one-on-one -on -one coaching. I am also starting a membership, uh, which I am so excited because I call it the Badass Fearless Females, <laughs> uh, which gets women to get out of that cycle of suffering and becoming fearless, badass women. So I'm excited for that. Um, I also have a book coming up. It's an anthology where I share how I've been able to get out of the victim mentality and become a vector and start thriving in my life and be in charge of my life by living the identity that God has designed for me, that has given me. Mm -hmm. And it's called Unleash Her because that's what it is. It's I'm, I'm unleashing that identity and getting rid of all the labels, all the bruises and wounds. I'm healing them so I can become this person that God wants me to be, which is 
being here, speaking mm -hmm. to you guys and speaking to you and sharing my story and helping women. Um, so I am so thankful for the people and the tools that have been given to me so I could be here and show the way yeah. for those women. Yeah, no, it's, it's awesome. It's beautiful. And I think, I mean, yeah, you nailed, you, you nailed it when you said, you know, well, we have to have a purpose, you know, I think when we, when we're floundering and we don't know our purpose and we don't know who we are, we don't know our values, mm -hmm. we get lost. And so do you, yeah. do you think, cause a lot of women do, they struggle with being, you know, just being mom, wife, girlfriend, whatever. Do you think that women, do you think they feel, is there a sense of guilt starting to work on themselves or putting, making themselves a priority. Do you see Definitely. That? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Definitely. That was like, yeah. that's a battle that you have yeah. to overcome at the beginning. Um, but it goes to boundaries. That's when, mm -hmm. in order for you to live your values, you have to set up a boundary and a boundary. Really all it is, is saying, this is as far as I'm going to go from here on and on, you cannot come in this is how i protect my physical and spiritual and mental well-being that's all it is a boundary saying i'm sorry but this is as far as i can go because i love myself and i love you this is all i can do yeah. it is the most loving thing you can do for yourself and for others because you show up differently when you're living your values mm -hmm. you're true to yourself you have a different energy you show up as a different mom and as a different wife you are happier mm -hmm. and when you honor your boundaries you have more self-confidence to state what you want and you are showing that to your kids what better role model right. than showing your kids yes. to say no Mm -hmm. And to say what you want and honoring what you say you will do for yourself. Mm -hmm. Hello. Right. No, I think that. it's, I think it's beautiful. <laughs> no. And you said, I mean, your daughter's changing watching you. I mean, what a great example you are to her. I think too, that there's a lot of women. We don't have those examples. Like you didn't have that example with your mom. No, it sounds like no. So that, you know, but you, we all know like inside of us, there's this like yearning or longing to find that peace and to be able to set those boundaries with confidence. And I just love that you're able to help women do that and just be confident and happy and feel empowered and, and know that it's all, it's all okay. Like to do what yes. they're doing. It's, it's okay. <laughs> you know, Yes. because <laughs> I think we, we live in this society too, where we're like, we feel like we have to people please and we got to do things oh. for everybody and run and do all the things. And we're wearing yes. ourselves out. You don't have to. Right. I had to learn that yeah. I, I learned to say no. And now I love it. I think I overuse it, but <laughs> I, I'm right there with you, girlfriend. I right, right. Yes. But coming from always saying yes and people pleasing, it's a great accomplishment. It feels it it, at first it feels there's so many emotions, but then that's why I'm a coach. I help you deal with all the barriers and all the obstacles and all the guilt and all the emotions so you can really get down to what you really want and what you yeah. really want is to be a, a good role model and to honor yourself and be happy and show up as the best version of yourself yes. so Amen. yes you can live your values have boundaries and still be a good mom yeah. you can yeah yeah great great reminder to all of us myself included i love it uh, perfect. Okay. I am just kind of looking through all my notes. What's your favorite way? Where do you want people to follow you? 
So do you, uh, I know you've Instagram. got a podcast. Instagram. Mm-hmm. Okay. I yes. know. Check you out. I love your stuff on Instagram. It's <laughs> super inspiring. Yes. It's so real too. What I love. I mean, you're just real. Like I, what you I, see uh, is what you get. I love it. <laughs> yep. Yes. Uh, that's, I'm very uh, raw. So if you don't want any fluffiness, come and check out my Instagram and on the link on my bio, there's all the links to schedule a a consultation with me to listen to my podcast where it's really just like this. It's Mm -hmm. me sharing what I'm going through this week, what I've struggled with, what clients are struggling with, and just giving you the tools so you can overcome it like I did. So Yeah. That's pretty much what it is. And all the links are on the bio on my Instagram. So it's all there. Awesome. Well, I cannot thank you enough, Alicia. I'm, I'm going to wrap up here in just a second with my last and final question to every guest that I'm having now here on the Unplanned Mom School podcast is what advice would you give to a new mom? So somebody's listening. She's a new mom. I don't know how old she is. You know, we all have different things. Like what's your one piece of advice that you would give yourself even, you know, that you could share with our listeners? Oh my gosh. Uh, (laughs) I was thinking about this and I would say two things. You are a good mom, even if you make mistakes. Actually, you are an even better mom when you make mistakes. Because of your imperfections, you are a good mom because your imperfections make your kids stronger because eventually they're going to have to overcome those things on their own. Because my mom was imperfect, I am a badass woman right now because I learned to overcome all those things. So yes, I go and tell my mom all the time, thank you for for all the mistakes you made. Thank you because I am an amazing mother because of you. Mm. So even if you make mistakes, you're still a good mom and you are good enough. And your imperfections make those kids stronger. So it's okay. That's what I would say. (laughs) Okay. I love it. That's great advice. Yes. And we all, yeah, that's awesome. I I don't think I could sum it up any better than that. So (laughs) very, very perfect. Okay. I love it. So I'm going to have all of these links are going to be going to be in the show notes for everybody to follow you. Be sure to follow Alicia on Instagram. Again, check out all of her stories. Just amazing, amazing things. Again, Thank you so much for coming here today. I really appreciate it. Hopefully you'll come back. Yes, of course. (laughs) All right. We'll catch you and talk to you later. Okay, my sweet mamas, if you're tuning in and I've got a friend's name that just keeps bubbling up at the top of your head as you've been listening to this episode, go ahead. I want you to grab that link, copy and paste it and shoot them a quick text and just tell them that you were thinking of them. You know, after all, we're all here to help each other. And if this episode resonated with you, there's a pretty good chance that something in it will resonate with them as well. This show is for you. So do me a solid, go ahead, share it with that one person that comes to mind so we can spread the love to all of our sisters. And if you really, really loved it, it would mean the world to me if you would leave a review. All right. Thank you, my sweet friends. Thanks so much for tuning in. I will see you all next week. And if you need any more inspiration between now and then, come on over and check us out on TikTok. See you soon.